This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by NCIS, the National Crop Insurance Services. America's crop insurance agencies provide individualized protection on more than 330 million acres of farmland. Good Thursday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. By the time you hear this, the latest round of trade talks with China will be underway. President Donald Trump said at the White House today that Chinese and American officials would meet at 5 p.m. today to kick off another round of dialogue. This round comes after a new tariff threat from Trump. We were negotiating. I gave them a break. And I said, let's keep it at 10 percent instead of 25 percent. So now what we're doing is we're raising it to 25 percent on Friday. So it'll be $250 billion at 25 percent. And it'll be $325 billion at 25 percent. And we're starting that paperwork today. Trump says he's heard from Chinese President Xi Jinping since the tariff threat. But I did get last night a very beautiful letter from President Xi. Let's work together. Let's see if we can get something done. But they renegotiated the deal. I mean, they took, whether it's uh, intellectual property theft, they took many, many parts of that deal and they renegotiated. You can't do that. He says it's important for the U.S. to come out successfully and take time to do so if necessary. And I like the president a lot. He's a friend of mine. But I'm representing the USA, and he's representing China. And we're not going to be taken advantage of anymore. We're not going to pay China $500 billion a year. Trump said it's possible the U.S. and China could reach a deal this week, but also noted it's hard to predict the outcome of this round with certainty. But farmers and ranchers hope the talks will come to an end soon. AgriPulse's Ben Nully has more. An Indiana farmer says he's seen a $50,000 drop in his unpriced crops in the last few days since the administration announced increasing tariffs on Chinese goods. The administration plans to increase tariffs on $200 billion of Chinese goods. Brent Bible grows corn and soybeans about an hour northwest of Indianapolis. He says there's been a 10% price reduction in corn and 25% price reduction in soybeans since the tariffs took effect a year ago. Just in the last three days of trading, we've seen that a price reduction of, that equates to about a $50,000 loss for us. Simply because of the news and, and, and the anticipation of, of what this is going to create in terms of a, a trade hardship. Bible says his operation is currently operating at a loss due to the tariffs. In a general sense, we, we probably, our specific operation, we could probably survive two to three years operating at the level of loss that we're projecting, and, and then it just wouldn't be viable any longer to, we wouldn't be able to, to secure loans. And we are in what I believe to be a fairly healthy financial position. We have peers that, that are not. If tariffs continue, he adds they will erode the U.S. status as a reliable market. For AgriPulse, I'm Ben Nully. Finally today, employees at the Department of Agriculture's Economic Research Service have overwhelmingly voted to unionize. The vote held this afternoon tallied up at 138 votes in favor to just four against. The move comes as the Department of Agriculture considers a new location for ERS and the National Institute of Food and Agriculture. USDA recently announced three finalists for the move, Kansas City, North Carolina's Research Triangle Park, and a few locations in Indiana. A union rep said the employees want to keep their jobs in Washington and should be able to do so. A unionization vote for NEFA will occur June 11th. For more on the vote, check out the story from Steve Davies on agripulse.com. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. 
Today's Drive Time is brought to you by America's crop insurance industry, which is thankful for the continued support of farmers, commodity organizations, rural businesses, lenders, and lawmakers who are fighting to maintain a strong farm safety net. Providing individualized protection on more than 330 million acres of farmland, crop insurance remains the smartest, most efficient way to secure America's food, fiber, and fuel supply. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.